You're not Will I Am, and you're not <laughs> Fergie. Not a black eyed pea. And you're not App D App. Oh my nor, god. Uh, nor are you Taboo, my friend. Whoa, he got all four black eyed peas. Yeah. <laughs> that is impressive, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode 22 of 99100, the show counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your hairspray host, Sparky Shelton. And I am your hair gel host, Tino Mickens. And I'm Ryan. Listen up, you guys. This is what I've been doing the past few days. I've been playing NBA 2K20. Really? Is that true? Yes, I've been playing it a lot because I want to get really good. I'm trying to get very good. I suck. I'm currently awful at this game, and I'm trying to get fantastic at it. Do you know anything about basketball, like IRL basketball? I know a limited amount. But do you like... Uh, what I'm curious about is, are you doing like speed hack, like speedrunner, MLG pro, like... Oh, if you get, you know, uh, uh, if you get, you know, uh, 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 Lonzo Ball, uh, and you match him up with a Latvian center, you can, uh, you know, you get Kristaps Porzingis and Lonzo Ball, and you run it. If you hit ABA, start, start, AB. Listen, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. Thank God. I'm not, yeah, I didn't want that to go on any longer. I'm not doing any hacks. I'm not doing any sort of cheating codes, master, league, gamer stuff, okay? I guess what my real question is, is like, like can, I, you... can I, 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 Okay, thank you. Here's what I did. I bought the game because it was $6 on the on the Microsoft store. Yeah. Okay? Sure. I opened it up and I went to the my career section where you make a player. You make your own character. Right. I scan my face. Fuck. With my phone. Whoa. And I upload the scans to the game. We are and in now, the future. Yeah, and now my face is on this like <laughs> 7 foot tall basketball player. Talking about seven foot tall basketball players. I'm not. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done, <laughs> Ryan. Don't you how fucking segue. How much further segue. could you t- possibly take this? I am learning how to play basketball. Well, that is my question, though. That's that's where I was trying to go before I had a fucking basketball stroke. Is like, are you learning about how to actually play the game of basketball, or is it like a wholly different thing? Like, are you learning about ball movement and strategy? If you watched a basketball game today, would you be like, oh, I understand what's happening? I mean, more or less, yeah. I mean, more so than just they're trying to put it in the hoop, but, like, where people are posting up and the positions. Oh, yeah, they're opening up over here, and he's going to run through that little little trail there between those guys. Well, that's interesting. I've been playing Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, oh, how's that been, going? That's awesome. Have you have you been flying to all the places that you've had sex and crashing into them? <laughs> <laughs> I did that the first day I got it. Yeah, not a not yeah. not too long of a list. 
You know, you just spawn at San Diego International Airport and you crash into the zoo over and over again. Um, I don't fuck animals. I fuck at the zoo, just so yeah. we're clear. Um, and if my mother happens to be listening, that's a joke for the podcast, not real. Sparky's um, a virgin. <laughs> Sparky goes to the zoo way too much for that to be true. I, <laughs> I... <laughs> That is the opposite of how that works. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows if you just... go to the zoo all the time, and it's actually way more suspicious. If you go to the zoo <laughs> so often, you eventually, law of large numbers, have sex. I do I do have a slightly embarrassing story uh, of how my parents did find out that I had had sex. Um, uh, I, well, this sounds like the perfect platform to tell about that. I char- Well, they know, if you listen to this story. I... <laughs> Uh, when I moved, uh, when I was no longer a student and couldn't get student health care at the health center and an STD check, I wanted to do my yearly, just my yearly check uh, at like a clinic, but the clinic took insurance and I thought it was a free clinic, but it wasn't. And I gave them my parents' insurance and they were like, why did you go to this clinic here? And I was like, uh, funny story. There's a a boil on my dick. That's not true. There was never a boil on my dick. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Sparky has boils. Well, Sparky has boiled his dick. <laughs> boiled dick is isn't that an actual dish? It's a spotted dick. Oh, okay. Well, just speaking spotted of, dick. Speaking of spotted dick, actually, <laughs> our movie this week was the 1999 classic cartoon film, The Iron Giant. Yeah, steal my fucking line. Hey, what can I say? I was feeling the thunder. I'm glad you. I'm glad you're feeling courageous in your co-hosting role. Speaking of role. feeling courageous, okay, he already did it this week. He already this did week it. Was uh the Iron Giant? You didn't do the 1999 classic. Wow. That's part of my brand. You guys. Speaking say, of I'm not doing the 1999 classic, our movie this week was the 1999 classic Iron Giant. Wow, you're bad at that, man. <laughs> I did all right, I think. Before we started recording this, I was like, "Hey, Sparky, we gotta go easier on Ryan." You know when your headphones you were you were untangling your headphones and you and you and you couldn't put them on. I was like, "Sparky, we gotta go easier on Ryan today." <laughs> and look what's and, happening! And, and here I am, the first one to throw a stone. What did you What did you say? I, what did I say? I didn't hear. What did you say? What did you say to Ryan? I want to hear Ryan say it. <laughs> you know, said I was bad. <laughs> you're bad <laughs> you're bad I, I was telling Ryan about how we said that we were going to go easy on him today and then you I, said I don't remember, that's going to be really what I difficult said before that. I, listen I'll be honest I don't remember what I said that was mean <laughs> but I remember I said something mean <laughs> I, I have the same thing wherever I insult Ryan I go into sort of this trance like you know yeah. illusionary state like an ethereal plane um, speaking yeah. of ethereal oh, planes, our movie yeah. this week was the 1999 classic 2D cell animation, The Iron Giant. Woo, let's go. Um, had any, uh, had either of you seen this flick before? So many times. Yeah, of course. Come on. Are you joking? I had mm. never seen it. What? I, this was the first time that I had watched the movie. Did you guys also both, both rewatch the movie then? Yeah, yeah. I watched it with my mates. Your I watched mates. it by myself. 
I was gonna watch it with Marie, but she said that it made her too sad. Mm, mm. Wow. How yeah. did this movie make anyone sad? Well, we'll get there. Nay, yeah. Um, uh, how does this movie start? If you guys are so fucking smart, huh? Well, right, listen. So there's this. only well, okay. Listen, okay. No, yeah, no. Actually, I'd love to hear Ryan's take on it, please. Wow, Ryan. Ryan has turned his camera off. Okay, <laughs> I've gone a wall. All right. All so right. picture this: <clears throat> setting the scene. It starts off in the wild. Wi- fuck. Let me take that again. You One suck. second. Boo. <clears throat> hey, whoa, Boo. whoa, hey, hey whoa, now. whoa. Hey now. You're an all star. All right, cut that bit out. Uh. All right, here we go. <laughs> so it starts off in the deep blue sea. Storms are coming. Storms already there. And there's a man on his boat. And he's in the wild ocean. It's it's going crazy. And all of a sudden, something splashes down into the ocean. And uh the boat crashes into this big thing. Mm, what is it? Mm. A rock? A unidentified flying object? Who knows? And then, you know, cuts back to land, and he's in a diner. Cut to the diner. Lots of people there. Okay, you can't just say he's in a diner. <laughs> the movie did. <laughs> the captain of the ship is in the diner with his captain buddies. And, you know, we see, we're setting the scene, you know. Uh, we, we see all the people of the town. They're hanging out, having some coffee, mm. having some pancakes, some flapjacks. <laughs> great um, main accent. You're doing a great yeah. job. Fantastic, Ryan. Some lobster rolls. Amazing. This isn't Maine. It most certainly fucking is Maine. I did not know that this was Maine, I will say. 100% it's Maine. It says it. It says it's like Rockview, Maine. That's funny that Sparky got that on his first watch, and Ryan and I have both seen this movie multiple times, and we did not know that it was Eagle fucking eyes. We watched it lazier because we'd seen it all before. Sparky watched it with... With a, a tentative eye, I also because think you've never seen it. I also think that when you watch something as a kid, you absorb none of the plot. Oh, absolutely not! There were plot points I picked up from this that I totally completely missed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so anyways, we're introduced to the main characters: Hogarth Hughes, his Hogarth. mom, something Hughes. Hogarth is a little scamp of the town running around. He's kind of a loner boy, but he's super intelligent. And uh, he's shown his mom not the most appropriate thing to do while she's on work behind the counter where food is served. But he has a squirrel in a box. And <laughs> trust me, boys, we don't want to know what happens when that squirrel gets unleashed into a coffee shop. You ever seen a bull in a china shop? Well, you're going to see a squirrel in a coffee shop because that squirrel's on the loose. Am I still going? Is what? That, am I, I thought Tino <laughs> I was taking over. That I don't know. Good, you were on a roll. Uh, <laughs> Hogarth wants wants pets. He wants companionship. He's an only yeah. child with a single mother. Of course he's going to want some friends around, you know? Of course. Besides his comic en- books. And the squirrel ends up in the pants of a man in a black dark suit who turns out to be a, an artist who recently moved to town. He, a guy who makes big sculptures out of metal. Mm. You know, Convenient. pretty cool guy, pretty mysterious. Um, did he just move to town or did they just meet him? Since he seems sort of established in the junkyard. He does seem established in the junkyard. You're right. It's a good question. Maybe he just bought a junkyard. Mm. Yeah. 
for an artist who makes giant metal sculptures, what better place for an artist to go who makes giant metal sculptures than a place where giant metal objects are deposited? You're so exactly. right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and this guy Dean, he plays it cool with the squirrel with the squirrel in his pants. Uh, when uh, Hog- Hogarth's um, mom uh, comes around asking about it, um, and uh, and what else? What the, the he overhears? He over. They both overhear the uh, the the sea captain talking about the giant metal monster and dean pretends that he also saw the giant metal monster because he quote doesn't like it when our kind get made fun of essentially uh good coming to the defense of the robots that's what we need yes someone's gonna defend all those cyborgs all those ai you know dean is a fucking bezos apologist i'll say yeah I I think Dean is a freaking musk of himself. I think Dean over here got all rich and decided to buy a junkyard in nowhere, Maine, so he could so he could what take over the town? What you gonna buy up all the land, Dean? Mm. Mm. Why do you want Why do you want this robot, Dean? That starving Tom- artist is a fucking gentrifier. Exactly. You know who else is a gentrifier? Who? Optimus Prime. Now we're getting to the fucking meat of it. Yeah. Oh, you're just going to come to Earth? You're going to come to this terrible planet and what? Fix it? You're going to help us? What, so you can live here? Try again, bitch. Wow. Anyway. um, I forgot the next thing that happened. Well, Hogarth goes to the forest that night, and he does happen upon the robot. He sure does. He the finds it. The Iron will. Giant itself. The titular and, uh, Iron he takes... Giant. What? The titular Iron Giant. Right, 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 right. And he takes a few a few selfies with the, with the robot for fun, you know? Mm, mm. Just clowning around. Um, and then... Uh, the next day, like, uh, uh, sort of, uh, a guy comes to town and he starts asking a lot of questions, doesn't he? Mm. A sort of, a sort of a detective seaman guy, long coat, fedora, Mr. Guy over here, Mr. Federal Agent over here, asking all these questions about a freaking, about, about the Soviets or about Mars or aliens or something. There's all this stuff in the newspaper, you know? I feel, I sound like Joe Biden right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, and, and he's looking at the newspaper, he's looking at, at all of this stuff, and he's thinking that it's a Martian, he's thinking that it's an invader, which is why he brought his BB gun, uh, but he finds, he finds that, uh, that the, that the monster just wants to eat metal. We're missing a very important plot point, when he finds this monster, Oh um, yeah, what's that? Well, when he's first introduced to the the Iron Giant, if you will, um, he finds it unconscious, like getting tased because he eats a power plant. Oh, yeah. And uh, when he un- like discovers this robot in like this weird paralysis state, he flips the off switch and he restarts it, erasing the, the robot's killer uh, memory, you know? Ah. Oh, so he has to... That that thrusts us into the relationship between the boy Hogarth and the giant Iron Giant, um, where 
it, it's a, it's kind of a role reversal father son where the student or Hogarth becomes the master and has to reteach this advanced alien being from another world how to mm. live. Right. Right. Wow. No. Yeah. That's totally right. Actually, that I I couldn't even like rip on you if I wanted to for that one, man. Good job. That was really good, bud. Very eloquent of you, sir. And that's essentially what follows, right? He's trying to keep, he's trying to teach uh, this guy about being a human, about about living. He's teaching him English. Probably he- the most important scene. <laughs> Yo, don't wig out about it. <laughs> so I might start crying if that's what you're saying. <laughs> that's then- a wig out reference, you know, to the Iron Giant where he's like, if mom sees you, she's going to wig out. And the robot goes, wig out and he goes blah, 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 blah. and then the robot goes blah, 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 blah. oh yeah that's gonna be great on the ears hey vin diesel played the iron giant i just feel hey. like we haven't said it in a while wait a second i was really about to go into something important here you guys <laughs> well you can i just wanted to acknowledge okay yeah for sure he's a he's an established voice artist we understand we respect this guy was on stilts to record lines for Groot. That was... I think that was pretty fucking dumb. I just wanted Yeah. To... <laughs> you think he was on a 100-foot platform to record this movie? <laughs> He's just on an oil platform being like, I'm doing a method. He just recorded all the lines from inside his own car. <laughs> I mean, it would be really... <laughs> If Vin Diesel was was a method actor, he is. That's what I'm telling you. He's a method voice actor. That's so. Yeah, he recorded fucking... Groot from inside of a tree. No, <laughs> but I like I like that that his method for being Groot was just getting taller, even though he's like six nine to begin with. <laughs> True. Well, he also had like a script where it had I am Groot, like the amount of times he had to say it with subtext next to every line. With what he was like actually saying. Insane. Insane. Yeah. So the point is, Vin Diesel is in this robot, and him and Hogarth are in the forest one day, and they see a deer. Mm. And the and the deer gets tain and torn in twain and shot by a hunter with a gain. His name was Dwayne. Yeah, and aka what I meant when I said gain was I meant a gun. And it is sad. And Hogarth is sad to see it happen. And they just leave the deer there, by the way. They don't even take the deer. They just shot it and left. Or maybe the robot scared them or something. Well, hang on. If you shoot a deer and then all of a sudden a 100-foot iron giant walks out of nowhere, I would be gone. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But the point is, Hogarth teaches the giant Mm. that guns kill. Right. And guns are bad. And death is bad. And then he has to explain death to the robot. Sure does. And uh, very important. And all all the while, all the while, the incident um, has brought the Johnny Law to town. Professor, FBI agent Johnny Law, Kent Dick Mansley Tracy himself, Kent Mansley. <laughs> um, he's an asshole. And he's like, I'm from the government, and uh, he's trying to he's trying to figure it out. He says, um, uh, one of the th- first things he says is like, 
one of the farmers is like, uh, man, if they send somebody from the federal government, must be something happening. And he's like, big things don't happen in small places. The sooner I get my paperwork done, the quicker I can go back to where they do. Wah, wah. Talk about the urban versus rural divide of bureaucratic institutions. Am I right? <laughs> God, I hate that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. I hate this character. Do you think he tried to fuck Hogarth's mom? Yes. Almost, I mean, one, yes. Two, wouldn't you? <laughs> Do you think he succeeded, though? Um, No. Okay, I just want to go back. We have to go back because Sparky just brought up an important subject, which I, I didn't want to open it up. But yeah, Hogarth's mom is hot, man. I mean, Brad Bird sort of just generally has very attractive mothers in his movies. That's that's very true. It makes Name think. two others. Uh, Mrs. Incredible. Mrs. Incredible and Helen Parr. Two different people. The same no, person, but <laughs> I don't know. Let's pull it up. Fuck it. If you know, if that's what you really want, um, uh, God, I'm just remembering that Brad Bird directed Tomorrowland, which fucking sucked so bad. Um, yeah, I never saw it. Yeah, but you the didn't point is, much. this fe- this federal agent, he does get he does get pretty close to Hogarth's mom. And Hogarth's, by the way, becoming friends with Dean, the artist guy, this whole time, because the the, the giant likes to eat his cars and whatnot, you know. Um, and yeah, the federal agent is getting close to the mom because he's suspicious of Hogarth, and so he comes over for dinner. Mm. And by the way, this is actually my highlight. What's that um, of the movie? It it. Uh, what kind listen, of highlight? <laughs> this is my. Miller highlight the champagne of bits. Thank you. <laughs> the macaroni and cheese. Mm. I don't know. It might not be in this exact scene, but the macaroni and cheese that Hogarth's mom makes for dinner. I think it's actually in the scene, and it's also a very funny scene where he's saying grace, and he's trying to get oh. the, the 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 robot to leave. I think it's in that scene. And yeah, there's this mac and cheese in that scene that is the most delicious looking food I've ever seen on screen and it, it ignited a flame in my young heart that is still li- still a light to this day mm. I'll say it movie food especially animated movie food fucking unbelievable absolutely I'd like to make it a point though Constantine knows his mac and cheese he eats mac and cheese more than anyone I know I think that's right this, this guy is a sommelier of the mac let's and if he not says, talk about it too much <laughs> if he says that this mac and cheese if is I know cheese, one thing about my friend Tino he knows his fucking macaroni and cheese okay so you're sounding like my grandpa <laughs> Tino oh yeah I know the you, guy big mac and cheese fan the mackiest maxter that ever cheesed I'll walk out of my bedroom at like 8.30 in the morning and my grandpa is in the kitchen making coffee he says oh mac and cheese for breakfast bud as a joke to me. I once saw Tino fuck a bowl of mac and cheese. Dude. It had we, come that. on, we said we were gonna okay? take that off the It podcast. had to be said. It had to be said. Your parents are listening to this. They're gonna <laughs> think that's real. We're bleeping out this whole whole part. <laughs> we'll bleep out the whole episode if it makes sense. Ryan, feel I'm gonna any bleep better. you out, buddy. Don't bleep me. You're bleep gonna be you. gone. You're gonna be gone. Nobody's uh, I'm gonna bleep bleeped. you out of existence. 
I don't fucking censor people. Unlike that bastard Justin Trudeau. Yeah, or All that right, guy from the federal government who they sent to watch the giant or to find the giant. By the way, he calls his boss and his boss hates the guy. The boss hates him. I would hate this guy too, though. I oh, do wait. hate this guy. Yeah, no. <laughs> Is it his dad? Am I crazy? Is the boss his dad? No. No, I don't. <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah, it would be. I thought it was. But no, yeah, the boss just hates the guy. The boss is at home watching TV and he's calling this guy and telling him how stupid and bad he is at his job. He's like, you think there's a giant robot? Yeah, get me a photo and then I'll send the army as if as if you could ever do that. You freaking you freaking nunce. Mm. Yep. But then he gets a photo, though. He finds one of the photos. He finds the camera that Hogarth dropped uh, and developed the photos in the bathroom while pretending to have violent diarrhea right um, of course as you do to buy the time uh and uh and he figures it out so he he fucking interrogates hogarth like it's guantanamo i mean talk about a prescient <laughs> film god yeah, uh, he really does. And, and, you know, I think it's interesting. I feel like you don't see movies that portray American, like, federal agents really like this that often anymore. Mm. But this guy's really, like, scary. Yeah. He's, like, <laughs> he freaks you out. And he's a snake, and he's, like, I don't know, he's creepy as hell. And he's probably probably never probably never kissed anybody. Yeah, he's probably a virgin-lipped man. <laughs> <laughs> His lips are unsoiled by the taste of lust but and this whole are, time though and yeah. this whole time hogarth and the robot are off doing crazy adventures they're, like they're swimming playing in lakes games and stuff. uh sure, one of, of the course. games one of the games is uh is they're playing they're playing playing action hero and hogarth goes to shoot him with a toy gun and giant tries to fucking murk him <laughs> well hey hey <laughs> I mean, you gotta hold off. You gotta hold off because that doesn't happen yet. If you're right, that's at, that's at like the end. No, the the toy gun. But yeah, that's like when they're going swimming right before, right after he plays spaceship, where the giant picks up a car. Hogarth is strapped into the car and spins around at max speed. Mm. But 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 it triggers the defense system. I think that do, that doesn't happen right at the end. Sure, but no, like, it's when they, it's when they, Dean, it's after they've like called in the military and stuff. No, 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 it's right after Dean, or no, Dean then finds out and he's like, Hogarth, we gotta get the fuck out of here because this robot's about to kill you. And then there's a big hole because the robot does shoot. He shoots a laser. There's a big hole in the van in the junkyard. Mm. Mm. And then Dean's like, oh, it's a defense mechanism because he sees the gun and then he puts two and two together and it's like, oh, this robot's chill. He just, uh, when something attacks him, he defends himself, and it just sucks that this guy is an intergalactic being and has some crazy laser tech. Yeah. And, right. uh, uh, but now Mansley's hot on their fucking tail, and he figures it out, and, uh, and, but Hogarth is one step ahead because he's, he's conspired with Dean, uh, who's holding the, the, the robot. To pretend it's one of an, one of its art pieces, and um, so he he that's right, and he and he brings in the general, and uh, and Dean's like, yeah, well, a guy actually uh, 
he almost wanted to buy this for his hotel lobby. So you, it's, it's good that you got here when you did, because you can still see it. And they think it's a sculpture. And the general says, Mansley, talk to me outside. And uh, it's not good for Mansley. He's getting a freaking a, a hiding from this guy. Mm. Uh, but then I'm telling you is when Hogarth points a toy gun at oh, the robot. Oh, yeah, because... you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. right. Fuck. And, yeah. and, and that happens, and then the giant is all sad because he didn't know what he did, and he ran away. Um, what? The giant, after after Hogarth is like, don't fucking do that, don't fucking do that, he runs away. He runs away. Mm-hmm. They're given chase. Dean and, and Hogarth are trying to find him. And then, uh, and then he, the giant saves the kids on the bridge, right? Yeah, yeah. So the building like collapses or some shit. And, <laughs> There's uh, so little context. You're just like saying disparate thoughts. You're like, oh yeah, the giant saves the kid on the bridge. I and didn't. Ryan's like, I oh yeah, the notes. building Fuck collapses. It. <laughs> Fuck it. No, no, no. Everything's Sparky, dying. It was a building. Yeah. So post the robot running away, uh, Dean and Hogarth are on a motorcycle chasing after him. Uh, and then we see the robot, Iron Giant, Vin Diesel, whatever, uh, s- overlooking the town. And he's like, I want to be Superman. Because when they were playing originally, uh, he points at the guy, or like the comic book, and Hogarth is like, Superman and big giant evil robot villain. And the robot's like, I'm Superman. And Hogarth is like, nah, 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 you're, you're the big <laughs> evil giant robot. It just makes sense, you know? Look at you. And then... Um, he's like, nah, I'm Superman. He hears the building like collapse or something and he runs over and dives, does like a cool swan dive and catches these kids right before they hit the ground. And he, he's the hero of the town. But then the army sh- shows up and just starts shooting him with tanks and bullets and all kinds of shit, which is like fucked up. Cause what he do, he just saves some kids and they're like, nah, thanks. Thanks boys. Cause he's a danger. He could be, he, they think he could be, they think he could be dangerous. Which they're wrong about, but they do think it. Mm. They do think and, it. Uh, they are wrong. And, and yeah. the big fight ensues. And it happens. And then it's over. And the Iron Giant is back in the city. And this whole time they're like, we got to shoot a missile at the Iron Giant. We got to shoot a missile at the Iron Giant. Take because uh, we will say, we will say it triggers his defense mechanism. And the giant is fucking destroying these people he's blowing up tanks he's shooting down helicopters he's firebombing them not really but essentially <laughs> but Dean and Hogarth they roll in all hot and heavy on the, the motorcycle and they're like Dean's like yo general fuck this federal guy I hung out with this robot. It's just a defense mechanism. And the general, for once, like, actually listens to the smart guy in the movie, which, like, never happens. And he's like, okay, stop shooting the robot. And then they nuke him anyway. And he well, yeah, was like... Cause, well, because Mansley grabs the walkie-talkie. And he's like, fire the missile! Yeah. Against <laughs> the general's orders. And the general was like, wait, why did you do that? Where is the nuke going? And the guy on the submarine's like, well, it's going towards the robot. And the guy's like... Where are we? And he's like, right next to the robot. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, not not good. And so the Iron Giant has to um, fly away, sacrifice himself to save the town, mm. um, like Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
missile is nuclear, we should say. They fucking nuked yeah. themselves. Ryan did call it a nuke. Oh, okay. He did say it. I just and wanted to underline it. he flies up into it. space. He catches the nuke, and uh, it goes off. And there's a very touching moment. There's a very touching moment where he goes, you stay, I go, no following, which is a callback to uh, uh, to when Hogarth needed to go home. And this boy cried. I'll say it. This boy cried. It snuck up on me. That's my Miller highlight, I'm going to say, is I knew yeah. that this was a movie that people cried about. I knew that it was emotional. And I honestly, I didn't think I was going to cry until I started crying. It was like, it was like, oh man, I understand. I can understand why people get emotional about this. I'm not personally feeling emotional. And he goes, you stay, I go. Tears, big tears, crying like a fool. Just like buckets, like you're at a freaking spin class. (laughs) (laughs) Sweating crying like I'm sweating like I'm spinning exactly uh and he saves the day and they make a they make a statue of him yeah yeah and uh we left out a, another plot point um in the beginning uh he gets hit by a train the iron giant that is and sure. bits and pieces fly everywhere and uh Hogarth is like, well, shit, now all your bits and pieces are everywhere and you're broken and you just derailed a train. But all of a sudden, his his pieces, his intergalactic pieces, which look very similar to pieces you could find on the Earth, except they magically form back together like uh, Goddard in Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, his pet Good dog. Good reference. Good nice, hey, <laughs> nice reference, man. Thanks, man. Um, so after the nuke, obviously, his pieces are... Ex- like exploded as a nuke would do to things and uh they found one piece and gave it to to Hogarth and Hogarth witnesses it do start doing the blinking blue light making the boom boom like the homing thing and then it cuts to the iron giant's head stuck in the ice like captain america in iceland mm. and then it rolls to credits that's beautiful and I will say, because I forgot, uh, my Miller highlight, the Champagne of Bits, was when they're swimming at the lake. I loved the when the robot jumped in and he like emptied the lake, and yeah. then uh, Dean gets washed out and he's stuck in the middle of the road. And this farmer guy rolls up in a truck and he's like, "Hey, man, you're in the middle of the road." And Dean's like, "Yeah." And then the guy's like, "Oh," <laughs> and then just drives off. Beautiful. It is. It's legitimately a pretty funny movie. Very funny yeah. movie. The the jokes hit. I'll say the jokes hit. Um. Oh wait, you guys. Yeah. Is Ice Cube in this one? <laughs> no, it was Vin Diesel. I think you're confusing it with Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, because yeah, Ice Cube has done a lot of voice acting work. He does a. They were he both was in Brother X, Bear. Um, different Triple X movies though. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's that wraps up this uh, this summary, uh, I, and we have some ads, right? Yeah, for sure. Kick it off, Tino. You've heard of hummus. How about hum me? Mm. That's right. This is it's a it's a little sort of appliance. You can order it from 
online, you know, and uh, you sort of collect your sweat in a little jar in this appliance over time. And once you've filled up the jar, it can actually make a hummus out of your own fluids. That's right. Hummus that tastes like me. Hum me. What do we think? We three? <laughs> Hummy, I'm home. That's what I think. I'm taking, that's a seller. I bought one three that's, days ago. Uh, okay, that's actually already their slogan, so you can't take that. Shit. Um, but well, it's good, it yeah. Wasn't wasn't explicitly in the ad, but I'd say it. I mean, it's Sorry, it's yeah, no, I appreciate second. you saying This is still the ad. This is technically still the ad, so All it right. is in well, the ad. Well, it was said, and I bought one three days ago. I'm a real person, not an actor. Thank you very much. And uh, <laughs> might I say, having a touch of me inside of my hummy, amazing. Yeah, I, I bought one four, four days ago, and it's changed my life. I have clear skin now, so they won't FDA approve that, but my skin's clear. wasn't before. Is now. Are you sure it's not? Are you sure? I think it might just be because you're sort of like obsessively collecting your sweat, mm. so mm. you aren't really getting any collections of sweat underneath to get pimples or anything. You, you know, know, Tino, it's entirely possible. Hum me. I'm home. I got so a who's question. the boss? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Yeah, that was Sorry, Sparky. What were you going to say? That was my question. You got it. I'm sorry. Don't be. Do you do you want to take it again? No, don't be. Don't be sorry. No, let's I mean, do you have do you guys have any ideas? I'm going to say Dean. I'm going to agree with you right off the top and I don't even need to hear your explanation. Obviously, you should still give one, you know, for the sake of the podcast, but I'm with you. Mm. All right. I can't tell if that's just because you guys have been ragging on me the past few episodes no. or you <laughs> no, actually no, agree no, with me. Not. But uh, I'm going to take that win. That's a win. That's a win. That's a win. All um, right. I, I, I think it's the giant. He's immortal. He can't die, which is better than dying, I think, personally. Hot take. And uh, he saves the day. Don't you think this life is a bit long, Sparks? Don't you think this life is a bit tiresome after a while? Are you trying to talk? Are you trying to talk me into mortality? Because no, I don't have a well, choice. I'm not the Iron Giant. I know you. Well, yeah. So you should. You better get talked into mortality soon. You gotta accept it, man. Mm, yeah. The Iron Giant will be fine. Uh, yeah, but he's a bit of a little baby, right? He doesn't really know anything, so I'm hesitant to call him the boss. Well, he's got an eternity to learn it, and isn't that, at the end of the day, the important thing is to learn? That's true, but have you met anybody cooler in your entire life than freaking Dean? Oh, my God. Dean, he's so cool. He he's drinks espresso at 3 in the morning, Sparky. Oh, yeah, that was pretty fucking chill. He got yeah, no, blasted it's Dean. It's Dean. out of it's a Dean. lake. It's Dean. You're right. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, Ryan, you got some raps for us? Oh, boy, do I. I forgot this was coming. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> All right. I'd like to say a few words about this one. One. Uh, you know, what? I'm going to say no words. I'm just going to go into it. <laughs> okay. Do you want a do you want a beat tag? A beat tag was that? Like, you know, when I do a little a little tag at the beginning, like in one of those YouTube beat videos. Sure, man. I'd appreciate it. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Hogarth made a sick beat. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Look at this rain, man. Oh, shit. Look at this frame, man. What is it? I don't have a game plan. Squirrel don't have a name, Dan. 
Nah, it's Earl down at the diner. UFO he saw it couldn't be brighter. Man got a squirrel in his pants, a bit of a fighter. Scary movies in the dark, shorty got a short a shotgun. In between the trees where a river used to run, fallen and shattered what could have made this mess. Oh, look at the power station. Now the giant is shorted, the problem is sorted. Shut down, restart, power cycle. Cue the classroom disciple. Oh, the feds in the house wanting some evidence. There's a giant hand quiet like a mouse gross negligence. But what is he, a metal man, a metal foe, swinging his big metal hands to and fro? Got a hard exterior, a soft interior. That was the end. I stopped halfway through. Are you for real? You just got on a roll. You were really getting somewhere. I feel like you really got... I mean, there is a sweet spot between the fucking 45-minute behemoth epic Gilgamesh that you had for one of the episodes. True crime, I think? I don't know. No, it was the one with uh, Nicolas Cage in it. I don't remember. Oh, bringing out the dead. Yeah, the nine-minuteer. Um, I'm just saying you really got onto some nice rhymes at the end there, and I, I I wish you had followed through. I would like to see a little more follow through. I'm sort of like, I don't know, maybe if you had like a Ryan's radio or a Ryan's whatever the other fucking bit was to like tie me over, but because like, I feel like I just ate tapas. I feel like I'm hungry, but want the, uh, you know, I'm sort of full, but I want the meal to come, you know? Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> You can't force genius, Sparky. You know, you're you can't, right. You can't force Orion's radio. You can't force Orion's round table, mm. which are, by the way, essentially the same segment. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I said it. Whoa. He's calling yeah. me out, man. And I'll say it again. I'll say it in my sleep. You ever hear those voice recording apps where you can record your sleep talking? No, no. I don't like that pretty funny you can listen to other people's all around the world and they're all hilarious see the whole problem with this rap was i couldn't find another rhyme for interior (laughs) posterior mirror shit (laughs) yeah that's right i could freestyle but nobody wants to hear that Uh, yeah not at all yeah i don't hear that at all um i think all you could do to really make it up to us is to give us the legs Oh, shit. Immediately and post-haste. Hang on. I always oh forget. Oh, my God. Jesus. As if it's not your one job. Ryan. What about my needs, man? Your needs? <laughs> you what about my? Them. What about my knees, a.k.a. my legs, Ryan? All right, ladies and what gentlemen. What about them? Boys and girls. Okay. Opening weekend. <clears throat> this movie made 5.7 million. Oh my god, oh why? My god. Domestic share, 73.9%. Oh the production budget, $50 million. It's crazy how little I care about what you just said. <laughs> it was in 2,179 theaters in the US. Oh. And it made 41 million adjusted for inflation, so it did not even break production. $525,600. $525,000 things before legs. <laughs> Please hurry. All right. Well, luckily for you. Huh? Uh, we're done with all the other numbers then do that it are for interesting to hear about. Please. Whoa. Whoa. And the legs. Getting lightheaded. Okay. And the legs. <laughs> okay. Coming in oh. at uh, 4.04. 4. The okay. legs. Okay. Respectable. That's hey. pretty good. Respectable. Not the best. Not the, best, not the worst. A- and with that number in mind, we can move on to Milker Merlot. 
Um, you know, the uh, the Publix down the road is having a 30% off wine wine uh, sale. I bought me four bottles of wine and um, put them in my wine rack in my apartment. It's starting to fill up. It's good stuff. And this movie is a full wine rack to me. Oh, absolutely. Men. This it's true. This is the sort of wine you get when you go to a restaurant that's highly rated by Zagat. And you ask the waiter what what wine like they think he should have. And then he like brings you different ones to try and he's like, "Oh, this one's nutty. This one's tantalizingly tannin-based." Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, oh, great this fucking one, movie. This one this one goes with your dish and this one doesn't go with your dish. And then you like pick the one that doesn't go with your j- with your dish just to like be contrarian. And then it's bad. But and then you're you... like, wow, I should have listened. <laughs> and, and, and you tip him really well to make sure he doesn't, you know, lose sleep that night. Uh, no, I don't really, I don't really support tipping. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're running a little short there. We can, we have time to, t- to dig <laughs> yeah. in, to dig into this one. Unfortunately, uh, for you, no, I think, uh, I think we should probably wrap it up. No, huh? but it's is probably, it because you uh, hate poor people or like you think uh, that it's a dumb tradition? Uh, uh, I do. I do. I was kidding. Oh, okay, um, I was goodness. kidding. <laughs> I was hoping we would just cut it there, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, that is the end of our talking about Iron Giant. Um, uh, Join us next week um, when our movie will be, drumroll please, Arlington Road. Let me pull No. What? I've never heard of this movie before. We were were on such a good run of knowable movies. Um, Yeah. This one uh, is, uh, the log line is, a man begins to suspect his neighbors are not what they appear to be and their secrets could be deadly. So it's like uh, family vacation or Christmas vacation. Remember those neighbors with all the Bang and Olives and stuff? I've been saying yeah, log line this whole goddamn podcast. Um, is that right? No. Yeah, no, you're wrong about that, man. Oh, you assholes. I knew it. <laughs> what Guys, is a log line? I don't know. I'm Googling it real quick. I think, it's, keep... like the, I think it's like a short summary, like a one to two sentence summary of a movie. Well, well, that's what I'm giving, right? Sure. So why did you say it was wrong? <laughs> God, you fucking asshole. <laughs> my ro- if you knew how fucking clean my room is, you wouldn't talk shit like this. Listen, guys, please tip your waiters. Tip the delivery people who bring food to your house. Tip your barber. Tip, tip please. The, tip the tip the uh, the the drink waiter that brought you this podcast. Tip your podcast, waiter. Frankly, if you have extra money, you should be throwing it around all the time. You're... Like, don't reserve it for tipping. Yeah, yeah. Give that shit out. Just go to the bank, get a stack of fives, and just be throwing that shit, you know? Exactly. And I'm Ryan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's the end. Good night. Was a dumb way to end it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you guys were going on for so long.
I liked it. I'm stopping the record, by the way. <laughs>